Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. In the jungle, we unite and up. Trippin' orange and black and white. Food day when we fight. Live and die in these stripes. Uh. Now who gotta move rockin' on? Now who wanna move crossin' on? Now who wanna move out on? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. There we go. Welcome to Bengals and Brews. I am Bill Altman, joined by Brian Bosarge at Deep Fried Draft, and I guess you can say this guy, Big Luther, Big Savage Greg, Greg Luther. What's up, guys? How we doing hey. on this fine Friday? Friday's Friday, right? Hey, TGIF. TGIF. I shouldn't say I have a Miller Lite. I have a 50 West. Great. We are proud sponsors of 50 West Beer and Midwest Best Barbecue. Which I told when, which I told Brian here. Next time he comes down to Cincinnati, I think you can agree, Dale. He definitely needs to try that place. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely one that Greg tells everyone to go to, and I mean, it's delicious. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, good people too. Uh, yeah, I'm looking that. forward to it. Next time I'm I'm up up you guys way there. Yeah, for anyone that don't know, Brian is actually Mobile, Alabama, which just happens to be where the Senior Bowl was located and uh, works for uh, Draft Countdown. You kind of part run that, right, you and Shane? Yeah. yeah. We, uh, me and Shane are the, the two honchos over there at the Draft Countdown and uh, have been for what I think this is our third draft cycle now. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, business is booming uh, th- this time of year for us, for sure. Absolutely. And uh, you can go on there. You can find scouting reports. You can find rankings. I was talking to Brian uh, off the air. We'll have – a new set of rankings and updated after the senior bowl and all that stuff. Uh, we threw some of the players also that, you know, may have went back to school or transfer portal, which is another fun thing now that uh, a ton of these players end up going in. So not only are they, are they not coming out in the draft? Now you got to figure out where they move schools to. So that's always fun to keep up on. Uh, it's uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of exciting for college ball. Just, it, it's another thing, cool thing to, or I'd say a cool thing, but another thing to keep up with. But if you're a uh, guy who tries to keep up with all this stuff on spreadsheets, it's a bit taxing. Yeah. Keeping track of where they are, where they came from, how they did there, how they're doing in the new spot. It's just a, another piece to the puzzle. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. Um, and I know you guys had a, a I think it's uh, just the February 5th here, recently a three-round Bengals mock that you had done. So we can kind of kick off there, um, look at guys you liked at the Senior Bowl too. But looking at the mock draft, you selected a guy who's fifth on my overall board. I expect he'll go. A lot of times he goes 15th to the Colts, so he's not quite there at 18. But tight end Brock Bowers from Georgia, been probably the best tight end in college football for the three years he's been in college. At Georgia, definitely a very impressive player, um, very athletic, um, a lot to like with him. Now, I know like Fuaga, Murphy, Latham were some of the guys that were on the board. So just what was your thoughts on selecting Bowers and maybe not some of those other guys? And who would have been maybe your backup pick if he would have been gone? I'm at this point just trying to will uh, Brock Bowers into strikes <laughs> at this point. Uh, by and a any, few others. Yeah. You know, by any means necessary. I'm at the point now to screw it. He, it doesn't matter how much money they spent on the offensive line. It's all the same anyway. So let's just outscore everybody. And I, that's kind of where, where I'm at with Bowers. Now, I, in all seriousness, I mean, this isn't a 
the problem is they should have attacked tight end in last year's draft. They had oh, X amount of picks and took none. Uh, so they kept going with the rental player. Uh, Irv Smith sucked. I'm, I'm just going to be straight up honest. This was not great. Guess what? Irv Smith couldn't stay healthy like he has in the other six years in his NFL career. Uh, uh, the 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 D2 tight end from Southern – Hudson? Is that a Tanner Hudson? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm blanking on his name. I mean, he had flashes, but, I mean, he's at best a number two tight end. And Drew Sample is what he is. He's a blocker. And nothing more, nothing less. You may get the occasional like play, couple plays he made in the open field, but those are the exceptions, not the rules. I expect they're both uh, unrestricted free agents, right? I expect that they'll uh, they'll be brought back on one or one year deals or so. I did not know my cat was still in the room. <laughs> cat uh, cameo. Greg's terrified of cats, so yeah, unfortunately, I am. But Brian, I wanted to give the Bengals an A draft. I, I loved the draft last year, but. I, I said I, I was ready to bet my house if, if, if they would draft a tight end. I mean, when I was at the Bengals draft party, I, I'm like, here we go. We got Michael Mayer. We're good to go. And when I heard Miles Murphy, I'm like, well, and I wasn't mad, but I'm like, okay, deep tight end class, we're good. And then round by round, it was just like, what's going on here? And I know some say we don't, hey, the Bengals normally don't use a tight end. Well, I'm sorry, but I mean, Hayden Hurst that one year, and you look at Tanner, when Browning came in, we used Tanner Hudson, Wilcox, all those guys a lot. Just get the tight end position secure. But I don't know about the first round or go to free agency and get one, but we can't do it. On, we just can't, like you said, with Irv Smith, you can't do that every single year. Right. Well, and, but the problem is in this year's draft class, outside of Brock Bowers, who is tremendous and has been productive for three years at Georgia. Now he's under, he's not going to measure in like your stereotypical tight end. He's only probably going to be six two, maybe two thirty five. So there's going to be some outlier issues with that. And then the next tight end is going to be J.T. Sanders, a underclassman from Texas who has more size but isn't near the polished player that Brock Bowers is. After that. It's it's dicey out there, guys. And uh, there was a couple of guys at the Senior Bowl that I would justify taking on day three. But other and I'm talking Ben Ben Sennett from Kansas State, uh, Jared Wiley TCU. I like Jaheim Bell as a chess piece athlete, but I don't know if he's in that role. Maybe he's a he's a even shorter version of Brock Bowers, if that makes right. sense. He yeah. measured at 6'1 at the Senior Bowl, but weighed 246. I mean, he's rocked up, and he can run. Uh, I mean, he was South Carolina's leading rusher two years ago. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, Bell's a hell of an athlete, but those are, to me, all day three guys. I'm not touching any of those guys on day two outside of Bowers or Sanders. So, if, if, if Bowers is on the board, I think you just fix it and get it over with, make the pick, and move on. Yeah. Now, if he's not there and you had to pick um, one guy I really liked that I I think was being slept on a lot in that process you mentioned there was Jared Wiley from TCU. He moves pretty well for a guy his size and yeah. he, he's been asked to block quite a bit. I think he's still got a lot more upside as a receiver that maybe we haven't seen at TCU due to inconsistent quarterback play and things like that. So um, is he what, what are your just thoughts on, on Jared Wiley specifically? Since great size, uh, measured senior bowl, uh, 6'7, 255. I mean, that's great size. And he made uh, the first couple of days of practice, he made a couple of nice, uh, nice catches in the one on one drills, uh, showing off a nice, you know, behind the back, uh, catch radius there. I just don't think he's going to test super well. Uh, and generally speaking, if 
tight ends at the NFL level, plus eight Raz or whatever, that's what leads to success. I don't know that Jared Wiley's going to hit those numbers. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I think he's going to test like a solid number two tight end at the NFL level, and, and we'll see. But now there, sorry, go ahead. No, you, you're fine. I was just going to say, you know, uh, being from Ohio, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm not still super high on Cade Stover. Um, I think he has excellent hands. I mean, hardworking dude that they moved around DN linebacker, you know, kind of settled into tight end finally the last two years. I mean, he's a guy you wouldn't mind as a day three pick, but I don't think he's the guy that's going to be a franchise changer. He's just kind of another piece. Would you agree with that on him? I do and kind of wish uh, did meet Parker last week. He's a great, good, good dude there. Uh, I love Parker. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe should have strapped Laporta at 28. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have said that I had Laporta over Mayor, but, you know, I, I really like Mayor. I mean, there's a lot of other people that saw a lot of concerns with him. I still think he's going to be a damn good player, especially if the Raiders can figure out, you know, who they want to play quarterback out there. But, um, yeah. So we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, I guess I'll mention the tackles just because that's something right now that's kind of, if you're not bringing in somebody in free agency, Jonah Williams is likely to leave. It seems like might want to play left tackle, might just want to change the scenery. Um, We, you know, we were happy stuck around last year, but he still kind of wasn't a top level guy, even at right tackle. So uh, Fuaga and Latham were a couple guys that went a little bit later in your mock there in that first round. What are your thoughts on those two guys specifically before we move on to the second? I think they're both right tackles, which is where we would need them to slide right in right away. Uh, Fawaga might even kick inside the guard uh, at, at some point. He kind of got exposed a little bit by the speed in the one-on-ones at the senior bowl, but he's one. Fawaga to me is one of those guys, once he gets the hands on you, it, he locks it out. But I think he can be beat by speed and, mm-hmm. and I, I heard somebody else mention that's not generally something that uh, – is awesome when you're knowing you're going to be blocking TJ Watt, you know, twice a year. Um, who's the other? Latham, I think, is a much better run blocker at this stage than he is a pass blocker. Uh, but he has the frame and the size to work with that I would, I would be open to Latham at 18 if Bowers and somebody else I'm quite sure we're going to talk about later is not on the board. At 18, because there, there's two guys here that I think are slam dunk picks with the Bengals, and then Bowers and Johnny Newton, the defensive tackle from Illinois. Beyond and in your, those, mock, in your mock, he was gone, to clarify for everybody. But yeah. let's just go ahead, since you brought him up, tell us, you know, about Jerzon Johnny Newton from Illinois. He, you know, it's 2.0. Yeah. That's Brian, kind of cutting out. Is he cutting out for you too, Greg? That's not on my end, is it? Yeah, he's, he's cutting out for me too, yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't hardly hear you here. Um, maybe uh, go out and try to come back in if you can. Yeah, but it's, well, uh, what so are your I thoughts, would... Greg? We'll just kind of kick off with the, the Brock Bowers. Would you would you be okay with it? I know Derek's the guy who's like, I don't really want a first round tight end. I tried no. to tell him, you know, I tried to tell him, lead him. This is during the season, not knowing where we'd pick still. I'm right. Like, I'm like, Bowers is kind of different. You know, he gives yeah. you a weapon and almost a receiving weapon right. 
right away that if you're losing Boyd yeah. in the slot, especially, you can do a lot of things with this guy and can be hugely productive. So you, you you know me. I wanted a tight end so badly last year and all that. I wanted one so badly. I But just now that we have so many other needs, I'm not going to complain at all if we get Brock Bowers, not at all. But I'm just saying, but just my personal opinion, we have so many other needs. You look at the free agency tight end class. I mean, Dalton Schultz, Noah Fant, you know, I know some people may not agree with those some of those names or anything, but I'd rather just almost do that and just focus on, you got to protect Joe. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Or like Newton, if he's there, I am running to that board and saying his name, Newton. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Geno Atkins 2.0 right there. And Geno Atkins was one of my favorite players ever to watch. If Oh, my – we need to solidify the trenches. That's just my personal opinion. Do you agree, Brian, or – I do, uh, How about now? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. So I don't, I don't know what happened there, guys. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. But, uh, but yeah, no, I love Johnny Newton, man. And uh, he he gives he's going to give us – he would give us that pass rush that we haven't had uh, up the middle in, in, in a little while now. B.J. Hill, he gives it to you in spurts. But I think Newton is – he's far and away, I think, the top interior defensive lineman in this draft class. And he may be long gone. By yeah. the 18th pick of the draft, but you never know. I mean, no. how, how many does a fourth quarterback go ahead of the Bengals? Possibly, and then it's, you know that pushes another guy down. That pushes an offensive lineman down. Uh, so, how many wide receivers go in the top 18? I mean, I, I know at least two are going to go: Neighbors and Marvin Harrison Jr. But do you see Brian Thomas Jr. go maybe sneak ahead? Roma Dunze, yeah. those guys going ahead. I don't think the Bengals are drafting a receiver. In, at 18. Nope. So all those things happen. It's better for the Bengals pushing those guys down um, and even pushing more offensive tackles down. If that, if that's uh, the case, I mean, you guys mentioned Fawaga and Latham, Tyler Guyton's going to be a big name. That's going to come up and he's going to be athletic, former tight end. I love, man, I love me some tight ends that convert offensive tackle. I do just like, 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 feet guys. And, and Guyton is, is that, and th if that's one, if that is one thing you can say about this Bengals offensive line is they ain't athletes. And I think that's something that uh, they, maybe they need to start moving in that direction. Uh, try to get away from these big lumbering oafs and let's get some, let's get some nimble guys in there. Start, start phasing some of those guys out and get some of the more athletic guys in. Yeah, and Stranger kind of leads us right into some, another defensive tackle who actually went in your round two here. So if we get right tackle sorted, and we talked about Newton here in the first, but maybe a guy that, cross your fingers, he's there in the second in this scenario on Brian's mock draft recently. He was, and that's Devondre Sweat, who was also at the Senior Bowl. Just an absolute mountain of a man, like 6'4", anywhere between 340 and 360 or We higher. don't know. Because <laughs> he didn't weigh in. So that may be at the combine that he weighs in. A lot of people thought he came in heavy to kind of for the drills and to show his power. And now he's going to slim down a little bit and maybe try to move a little bit quicker for the combine stuff. So we'll kind of maybe see what he weighs in out there. But one year it was 346. It was reported 360-something this past year. A lot of people down at the Senior Bowl thought maybe even more than that when he was down there. So uh, he was your second-round pick. I think that's a lot of people's, you know, kind of dream – whether DJ Reader's back here or not, the Bengals were not able to stuff the run. This is an absolute monster against the run. And, I mean, he gets some push up the middle, so it's not going to be a ton. He's not necessarily going to be on the field all three downs because he's a large man that needs some breaks, but there's a lot to like with Sweat. Tell us a little more about him. Yeah, we were all speculating he was at 375. 
yeah. uh, <laughs> for the Senior Bowl weigh-in. It's, it's so weird. This is the second weigh-in deal they've had down there in four years. Devontae Smith, on the flip side of it, didn't weigh in either, but that's because he was light. So this <laughs> right. was the opposite of that. He, there was not much that man could do to put it on either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Devontae Sweat, Oh my God. I think everybody saw that rep of the one-on-one where he basically folded uh, Bo Limmer, the uh, Arkansas center over like an accordion. It it was just awesome. The power he's got. And there I'll say this, if, if we're in the uh, market for a nose tackle and you have to think that they are um, it's him and right here. And that's it. McKinley Jackson, I think would be the other name you could mention. Uh, maybe like more of a third round. He's not probably – if you yeah. took him in the second, I think that's a reach. You're taking him, you know, third to fourth round is more a spot for, yeah, I, for I, Jackson. I, I but think there is not much. There isn't much as far as those go. And I, I think ultimately Reader comes back maybe on a one-year deal. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the market's going to be for, for him coming off the surgery uh, there. But to, it would be nice to have Sweat and him – uh, next year at the same time Absolutely. you know he could learn the nfl ways from reader uh, you know as succeeding him in a way and like you, and like the person commented earlier uh you you fixed the defensive line in one in you know a 24-hour span if you can draft uh johnny newton in round one <laughs> and sweat in round two yeah, yeah or or murphy you'd bring both the texas boys in either way i think right. your d-line is right and, and you know and maybe maybe byron murphy is another guy that could be in play at 18 we we didn't talk about him earlier he's definitely more the pass rush uh on the interior was uh he was originally slated to play in the senior bowl but pulled out once that uh, first round buzz started getting i, I would have liked to see him yeah the the the, the, the old agent the there year. uh uh, uh, I think I saw Jim Nagy tweet out said, uh, thank Daniel Jeremiah for that because he had, uh, thank Byron <laughs> Murphy as his top 10 prospects. And it's like, well, right. appreciate that because the agent pulled him out of the game, uh, not long after. So it would have been nice to see him down here. But Murphy's a hell of a player, man. Uh, I, he's got some pretty raw power too, uh, rushing, rushing up the middle. So yeah, he, uh, he, he would be a nice consolation if you can't get Newton. And uh, he was on the board at 18 as well, if, if you know, Bowers is also gone. Yeah, and the difference for me, and because I've seen some people having Murphy over Newton, and I'm just like, ah, I do not see it. But, I mean, one thing specifically is the production for multiple years from Newton that we've seen. I mean, this guy was leading in pressures, you know, the year before this year. So he's been doing it a little longer. Um, I think both of them are capable of being on the field all three downs. I think they can, you know, they can play the run and stop the pass and get some pressure. But overall, to me, I'm still higher on Newton. But what would be the difference between those two prospects for you personally? Newton and Murphy? Yes. Uh, I'm going to be honest. When my board comes out this week, probably not a lot. Right. Uh, I think Murphy will probably end up – I think he's going to end up as probably in the top 15 for me. Uh, Newton in my last board, I believe, was in the top 10 or – yeah, he was number eight on my board. So yeah, I've got him at ten on mine. Yeah, so it's and I don't think that's going to change much for me. I, I don't know that my top ten is going to change very much at all uh, on my overall board. But yeah, it's uh, but Murphy's definitely going to rise up into that top twenty area for me, which would fit fit perfectly with the value there uh, at pick eighteen. Now we'll, we'll go ahead and get the third round. Then maybe we'll talk about some of those guys in the. I don't want to talk too much about some of those guys in the top 10, but, you know, maybe briefly on some of them. 
Um, but the third round, you took Javon Foster from Missouri. I think he's been more of a left tackle there. That was one thing. Christian Jones kind of had a decent senior bowl. I thought he looked just, I don't know, a little stiff. But I guess this Jones is a guy who played soccer and didn't really start playing football until yeah. later in high school. So, And he's played more right tackle. Another Texas guy. There's a ton. I did a draft the other day and just selected four Texas guys right off the rip. If you could have gave me Jonathan Brooks somewhere in there, I could have selected five potentially. <laughs> yeah, uh, Christian Jones, an older prospect. Uh, yeah. so he's this was his sixth year at Texas, Six. so wow. uh, the the upside the upside there is maybe low lower than even Foster, who was a fifth year player at Missouri. I'm sorry, he was also a six year player. So yeah. the upside will be limited with either of those guys. Yeah. There, that's where you're hoping you're getting your plug and play, you know, or guys that can come in and compete with a. a journeyman vet at right tackle so to speak if you're drafting him in the third round where the, the upside is lower than say if you were to in the second round go with a kingsley sua matea from byu yeah or, I like him uh, or 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 even a roger rosengarten from washington yeah who i was I gonna definitely, mention him definitely higher on now than i was maybe coming in senior bowl week because that national championship game was fresh on my mind there and he mm-hmm. just got abused uh, by Michigan in, in the national title game, but he he looked great uh, this week of practice. So I, I I wouldn't be opposed to him. Jordan Morgan from Arizona is another guy I think has some upside as well, and Patrick Paul from Houston. Like I said, I think those are more of your mid second round picks, you know, as opposed to where Foster and Jones I think are going to be who you would target in that third area. But I will say this: this tackle class is deep, man. As long it as, is. as as well as the interior. Uh, offensive line class very deep so good year for that and we'll see but last uh, I always it's always gets weird for me like Duke Tobin those guys when those position classes are deep they seem to ignore them and it's like I don't understand that they did it a few <laughs> years ago with wide receiver as well when it was one of the best wide receiver in last year with tight end and they just completely ignore it so i don't know i I, i'd like to think if they ignored the offensive line uh for seven rounds on uh in april there there'd be a riot yes now there's a few guys that i kind of had higher you already mentioned rosengarten i have him more close to that third round as a potential right tackle to come in and i I would still want like a jermaine illuminor in free agency on a one year or something i don't think i'd want to throw him out there day one but i do like his ceiling uh i think he's only a redshirt sophomore so he's still a younger guy that uh, I think has a lot of good football. And at the senior bowl, like you said, I think somebody posted the clips from every one of his reps where he was just pretty much shut down the whole week. And that's that's impressive because you're going against top-end talent. So yeah. So good for him. A um, couple other guys I don't I want your opinion on for that, for kind of the mid-round area. Blake Fisher from Notre Dame, who's been more a right tackle. What are kind of your thoughts on him? We'll start with that guy. He's It's funny. I mean, it's like – you don't even think about him. Like, why was is he injured? Why was he not at the Senior Bowl? Yeah, or the Shrine Bowl for that matter. I mean, he was the third year guy. He was eligible to play. I mean, he's so I, he. It's got to be an injury there for you not to invite a starting Notre Dame offensive tackle to one of these games, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, multi-year starter at Notre. Multi-year Dame. starter, right? So I don't. I don't think there had to be some sort of injury issue there. I, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he doesn't get a whole lot of attention thanks to Joe Alt uh, being on the other side there, who's going to go probably in the top, at the least the top 10, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see it, um, how he – I think Blake Fisher 
maybe in consideration that third round, maybe fourth round uh, yeah. developmental type guy uh, as only a third year player. Yeah, I've got I've got Fisher and Rose Garden kind of around that third round area. And my my fourth round, we already talked about Christian Jones, Matt Matt Goncavs, who from Pitt. He he can play inside and he can play outside. Just watching him, I was like, man, this dude's just rock solid. He feels like one of those guys. No matter where you stick him, he'll get the job done. I got him as another fourth round guy, but kind of higher up. And then Delmar Glace, who's played center, he's played left tackle. I, I I love the player. Like he just looks good on the football field, and I'm like. If he's got where he can pretty much play all five positions, potentially, I, I went ahead and list him at tackle because I just liked his tape at left tackle that much. And I thought I was – a lot of places were listing him at center. Maybe some places had him at guard. And I'm like, okay, I, this guy's got my attention. So talk, talk about those guys in either anywhere. Well, I, I'll, I'll talk about Delmar Glaze specifically because he was a guy I had thought nothing of before the Senior Bowl week. And then after seeing those one-on-one reps, I'm like, holy crap. Where's this guy been? So now I, I, I that's one of my things to do in the next few weeks is go back and watch a, yeah. some Mar- some Maryland games to see what I may have missed. Why was I not on this guy uh, ahead of time? But man, super he, he athletic, was, like great feet. Oh, he was so fluid, so fluid in those drills at tackle. Now I'll say this: during the guard drills, I thought he struggled a little bit, and I, I think he's definitely more of a tackle. Uh, I, I'm considering him a tackle only at this point. I'm yeah. sure. I know some... he played some center at Maryland. Yeah. I think that's the other main position if you were going to try him on the inside. But I, I'm with you. I think stick. He looked good at tackles. Keep him. Yeah. At tackle. Yeah. He'll he'll be making a big rise uh, on my uh, tackle board there. Parker uh, liked him too. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> and, and in my on my big board when it comes out on Tuesday, Delmore Glaze will definitely be. Uh, he he may end up in my top 100. Uh, you know, and I, it's not crazy. I have him at 118, but it's yeah. one of those that I love the film so much. And and I plan on doing, you know, because most of mine comes off of maybe watching two games. I'd like to get another two games in before I really say, okay, this is my where they're ranked. Because we are going to put out a draft guide that kind of helps uh, Project Game Day. Man, there's a big, long message there from, from a Denise there. Bengals have what it takes to get back. To- I agree, Denise. And just kind of post that up there and take the whole screen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who day? I'll just say that to that. Yeah. Who day? You talked all I'm that out, so I'm going to post it up yeah. there and we, we can't uh, get back to the Super Bowl. We talked about before we came on air that the Super Bowl's in New Orleans uh, next year, baby. I'm That's two hours up the road from the house, man. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Work, it's work. hard for you to get to Cincinnati. So, you know, just make it to the Super Bowl, guys. So, Brian, hey, go to I 10, baby. Two hours west. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, exactly. no, Delmore Glaze was stud. I, I love that guy. Um, and I, I, third round pick eighty whatever, sign me up. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. Um, so Brian, I got to ask you this: uh, the one George offensive tackle Mims, I think his name is. I know he didn't play. I don't think he played in the Senior Bowl, but the, what concerns me with him is I, I believe he only played seven or eight games. I know that eight they said starts, good eight starts at Georgia. Yeah, eight starts at Georgia. Wouldn't that can doesn't that concern you a little bit? Like you're drafting this guy maybe the first round, but this guy only played like seven or eight games. Would you trust this guy after just seven games to protect protect Joe Burrow? Yes. <laughs> yes, with, um, yes, with slight hesitation. Slight, slight hesitation with the yes, but I, I, he's so good in those eight starts, though, man. Yeah. It's like, and and I'll say this: the Bengals have had no issues drafting players. Um, that have had injury issues 
maybe that's not the best thing either. Yeah. But uh, or guys that don't even work out at the combine, they seem to be okay with that, right? Jonah uh, Jonah Williams, uh, Billy Price. I mean, right. yes, the, not the best examples to to <laughs> make make the case for drafting Amarius Mims. But no, I think he's he's going to be a if he stays healthy, right? I think he's plug and play uh, right tackle starter from day one. Now, uh, Arrow's joining us. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Are you with no facial hair. This is just <laughs> You shaved your beard. <laughs> Put that facial hair back on. Wow. Yeah. What's going on, fellas? I, I don't know about this. Maybe we, maybe Derek shouldn't have came on today. Yeah. So, anyway, Brian, maybe our I other co-host, Orange Arrow. Arrow, this is Brian Bossard of NFL Draft Countdown. Just talking draft prospects. We were talking Mims, so Mims, if you're a little hesitant, but you love Tyler Guyton like Arrow does, Guyton is a one-year starter at Oklahoma as well. So, I mean, like you mentioned, Brian, phenomenal athletically, but you could see, and if you want to move him to left tackle, he did not look natural over there. You look at the traits and you say, well, he could do either one. I think he's still wrong no matter where you put him, but he definitely looked more natural at right. Guyton's another one that I – like the idea of pairing him with a one-year a hundred percent that's what yes yeah and our guy jermaine luminor who i did a great edit for you know he was talking the other day all this joe burrow slander is ridiculous he was talking today big willie should be in the hall of fame you know it's ridiculous that he's, he's pandering you know? i'll uh-huh. give him that yeah <laughs> yes this man's doing, yes, he is. doing what he should be doing because last year he was a guy on our radar we thought okay you know at that point, wasn't even thinking Orlando Brown. We're thinking Jonah left tackle, who's going to play right tackle. So we we were thinking yeah. he might be a guy last year. And honestly, thought he might get a decent deal. PFF grades, they're not to be all end all, but they look pretty damn good on the guy. And then he only got a one-year, $3.5 million deal with the Raiders. And PFF grades, again, not going back and watching all the snaps, but look pretty damn solid. So I, I'm not opposed to a guy like that. I just... You know, and then and then it does open up. Guyton, Mims, you've got that insurance. And then, hey, guess what? If those guys are a little ahead of schedule, they end up taking the job at some point. That's fine because you're hoping they're your right tackle for 10 years. What if Olaf Ashanu falls to 18? And it's been happening some of these mocks, and I'm like, stop this. Because yeah. I've got him. I've got him and, and all, <laughs> honestly, at like – Four and five overall or something ridiculous on my board. You know, I think they're both just plug yeah. and play left tackle prospects. Yeah. But right. Fashano, Fashano's I, six on my board, yeah. I, I, I'm seeing a lot of people are – seems like they're getting down on him a little bit. That Ohio State it. game. That Ohio State maybe, game, he didn't maybe. have his best game. And I think people watch that and they go, oh, we see the concerns. But it's like, dude's been rock solid for multiple years. I would take him, Brian. That's my answer. Well, well, yes. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 you run that card up. Yeah, and I figure out who's playing where, and yeah, you, you and figure whatnot. it out. You draft it, and you uh, figure it out. <laughs> I like this comment, Derek. Best five start, right? Antoine just hopped on. He didn't know if that was Arrow or his younger brother Bo. <laughs> He's going to see himself out yep. with that one. It's just, uh, hey. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Craig. No, no, no. But uh, but Brian, so we were talking quarters one time. There's two guys out of Alabama. I I I know Arnold's probably better, but I'm come on. We gotta have Kool-Aid. I mean, oh yeah. 
I mean, Greg just loves the name. I love Kool Aid. Come on, Brian. I know you can't pick my name. I, I, but come on, man. Kool Aid. I would right? be surprised if Corner is is in consideration at eighteen, right? Thank you. I've been saying that. I mean, just, yeah. Didn't you? I mean, you drafted Turner last year right. in the second. You got Cam Taylor Brett, who's emerged, and Awuzie is a free agent, right? Yes. So, if yeah. you're drafted one in the fourth round, sure. Right. I don't that. know about the maybe even the third, but I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know about the first round. Um, I have Kool Aid ahead of uh, Terry and Arnold on my board. Ah, not but, me. I love me some Terry and Arnold. That's my. I, I do as well, but I can tell you that I may be moving Quinjon Mitchell ahead of both of <laughs> yeah. them uh, this time next. Uh, this time on Wednesday. Or Tuesday, I should say. I'm with you. I don't see it as a first round need because I think you know Turner played a ton of snaps. Uh, we did earlier in the week a cornerback free agency show. Just went through some of the names that are out there, their PFF grades, things like that. I would rather go that route, and maybe it's even mm-hmm. Cheeto back for a year or two. Yeah, because he he looked pretty good t- down the stretch. Yeah. You know, coming off the ACL, I think he's only going to be better this next year. So if somebody's not giving him a big amount of money, getting ready to turn 29. If you could get him on a on a one year then I'm not even worried about it. DJ Ivy looked impressive in limited snaps, going to be outside. I think they draft a guy in the mid-rounds. It's probably going to be more slot just because Mike Hilton also, great player, getting up there in age and will be entering his final year of his contract this year. So I could see them drafting a more slot corner. And is there any names that just stick out to you at that? Why we're If, if he was on the board in the third round, I would love Mike Sainer-Seal from Michigan. Oh, 100%. I think we drafted the defensive backs. Keep it going. I mean, it seems to be the way. I I love him as a a slot guy. I think there's some of these other bigger corners are going to move inside as well. Guys that might be available just looking at uh, from the senior bowl. I I thought Cam Hart from Notre Dame. I think he's more of an outside corner. Had a good week. Uh, Shaw Smith Wade from Washington State. What didn't have the best week of practice. Solid. Yeah. But, but during the game, two interceptions. I think he had three pass breakups. And Jarvis Brownlee Jr. from Louisville. Guy, <laughs> Not I even really on my love, radar, I'm going to be honest. Like, I really love that guy uh, after the week. He had a tremendous week of practice yep. senior bowl, and the game itself had an interception. And maybe later on, uh, fifth, sixth round, Fresno State, Carlton Johnson uh, yeah. was the fastest guy at senior bowl practice. Uh, since they started doing GPS tracking at senior role practice, I think six or seven years ago, he is only the second, he's the second fastest player behind, uh, Tariq Woolen, um, from UTSA now with the Seahawks, uh, in, in GPS time, went like 22.5 miles per hour during practice, some kind of ridiculous number, but he's a, he's on the smaller end too, though. Right. So I'm going to tell Derek, he looks pretty. Yeah, a guy I wasn't super high oh, on anyway. I'm, I'm just getting bashed in the in the chat right now. <laughs> no, 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 People are not man. used to it. You know, you've had facial hair. I, I need a couple more years. Listen, I have. Oh, I just said it. Listen, listen. <laughs> no, but I have I have shaved my beard. Sarah and I have been married twelve years now. I think you I usually go with like times. a weird stash or something. You know. So you can I, still no. I'll take the goatee. I normally keep the goatee yeah. going. Yeah, right. It's usually not just yeah, full straight right. up clean shaven. I, I was told divorce would be in the offing if I ever I shaved my mustache and 
uh, goatee. <laughs> yeah, I would divorce myself honestly if I shaved it. That's why I'm always careful yeah. trimming things up. You know? I told the wife. I told the wife. I said I'm not getting chocolates. I'm not getting flowers for Valentine's Day. I said I'll I'll shave my face for you. So I was I was very frugal in my in my decisions this this coming weekend. Chop said he'd date you. He didn't say he didn't look pretty. He just yeah. you know. I haven't seen your face. Uh, but a, a guy that I thought, you know, and I think I think <laughs> everyone will say kind of, mouth. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone will say kind of move down the board. Uh, Kalen King, I was already thinking second or third round guy. Anyways. I'm out. Maybe the Buckeye fan in me was already, already thinking that because I've seen him get abused for two straight seasons when they played them. He, he just, his confidence is gone right now. There was not a worse player on the field at the Senior Bowl over those three uh, days. Tez, of Tez Walker King. tried. Tez Walker. Tez Walker tried, but at least Tez Walker was fast. Yes, <laughs> he dropped every pass that was thrown at him. But at least, well, he was I fast. seen him. I seen him beat Kalen King in a one on one for yeah. for a touchdown. So, <laughs> yeah, Kalen King. I mean, and I, you hate to uh, kick a guy while he's down, but damn, it's just unfortunate rough. for him. That because was rough. He's a younger guy that came in too, so he was one yeah. of the you know guys like Michael Hall that showed out, you know, who came in early. So that's another D tackle, I guess. Why I mentioned him. Any thoughts on him? Undersized, but gonna- undersized, uh, but he's got that pass rush upside as well. I but he to me, he becomes re- I'm not going to say redundant on the roster, but to me it it kind of was because he's almost fits the same size profile as Sam Hubbard. Cam Sample, guys you've already got on the team. Um, unless you're showing one of those guys out, I think you're mm-hmm. just you're stacking on stacking on stacking with Mike Hall. He's going to look good for somebody. He may look good up the road there uh, for that other team in Ohio. But he's uh, I, I think it's just he becomes a the same thing you've already got uh, if you're drafting him. He doesn't offer anything different, I, I, I guess. Uh, now we've talked a lot of trenches overall, some corner here. We've talked some tight end. Um, try to hit a couple. I don't think receivers high on the list, but I it, Tyler Boyd is leaving most likely. He's uh-huh. not going to be resigned. I don't think Charlie Jones, who played on the outside a lot at Purdue, anyways, but you know, is projected to maybe be a slot guy for us. But there, there's kind of a hole in the in the slot receiver spot. This guy is one of my personal favorites. I got him as a third-round guy. He's in my top 100 at 98. Malik Washington, he wasn't at the Senior Bowl, but he was at the Shrine Bowl from Virginia. Hugely productive. Was blowing people away. One of the most impressive guys from all reports uh-huh. from the, the Shrine Bowl. I think Shane kind of wrote him up on mm-hmm. Draft Countdown as well. So thoughts on him. I like Jacob Cowling. So yeah. small he was at the Senior Bowl, but I love his tape. So just some of your thoughts on who maybe could be slot receiver options. Jacob Cow, I'll start with him because it's a funny story. Um, but Jacob Cowing, I think, is one of the best route runners, pure route runners in this draft yeah. class. Yeah. But my God, is he small? 167 pounds, mm-hmm. like 5'8 or something, like he measured in at. I we were at the media day, uh, media event Wednesday afternoon after the practices, and he was who brought standing, their kid? Which one? Who brought their kid? <laughs> he was standing <laughs> next to. He was standing next to. Uh, I don't know if you fought John Vogel. Uh, yeah, he, uh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. He writes mm-hmm. for uh, a, at Bogle on Twitter. He writes for NFL Draft Lounge, but he's a small guy. I mean, like this dude's probably five nine, all of one hundred sixty pounds, and he almost dwarfed 
Jacob Cowing standing side by side. It was it was just weird to see. Uh, who was the other guy you mentioned? Uh, Malik Washington. Tremendous, yeah. tremendous uh, production in Virginia like this year. It. Right. I think he transferred into Virginia from – I feel like uh, Northwestern. Yeah, yes. it was. Um, so you're and, not going to show as much at Northwestern. They're just no, not But he did at Virginia yeah, this year, yes. and I, 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 I say he should have been at the Senior Bowl, but I don't know that they really – if he would have been there, I, I don't know. He was on that borderline spot, but it was really – I would have loved to see him there because yeah. I – He stood he out at the Shrine team. because he was easily one of the top four players on that, on that roster. Yeah. Um, we can – uh, that's a we 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 beat that horse to death on the draft countdown podcast, so we don't need to talk about the Shrine Bowl right now. But uh, Malik Washington, I think, is good. I don't know if third round is where I'd have him. Maybe I think I'll probably settle in that fourth round area. Yeah, that's where him. I had him. I just I bumped him up. I mm-hmm. loved his tape so much. And then when he had a good week, I said, you know what, he's getting a slight bump. And Tez it, Walker it, was the guy that kind of dropped for me. I, I don't think third round. I think I don't think these guys will be be available at the the third round spot. I think there'd be more second round picks. So that's why I don't think they're going to be in play here, but uh, Ricky Pearsall from Florida, I think is a big, he's a big slot, but another tremendous uh, catch radius route running guy. Uh, Same with Roman Wilson from Michigan. I think he'd be another, uh, I like we're talking about Michigan a lot, Uh, but I think he'd be another guy. They win the title. I got to hear about them on here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you a guy I love day three, probably six, maybe even seventh round. I don't know because I don't think he's going to time all that well, but I think his uh, shuttles are going to be great. I love Drake Stoops at Oklahoma. Okay, you tell me about him. Not on my board. Haven't watched him. Is that Just, Bob's son or that is Bob Stoops' son, and Ooh. he is about as Caucasian of a wide receiver as you're going to get. <laughs> and he fits every bit of role that you would expect a Julian Edelman or the uh, the other little white guy that New England had. Uh, Wex- so he's a hard uh, worker. That's always Wex- the comp. Hard worker. Yeah. Hard worker. First, first in, first in, last out. Uh, but uh, Drake Stoops, man, he always is. He was always open this year at Oklahoma, and highly productive guy there. He also stood out in the Shrine Bowl practices. Uh, but yes, I, I I love Drake Stoops in in that late day three, uh, sixth, seventh round, dark throwing portion of the draft that uh, we see. And a say, another guy, senior bowl guy that's jumped out to me that wasn't on my radar before, Tulane's Jaquan Jackson is another yes, guy I think. quick. I hadn't watched him very, until Very after. quick. He's another guy that I think would fit in that uh, fourth, fifth round slot area. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they may, not even, they may not even look at that because uh, I, I, I don't want to make uh, Greg's head swell over here any, but – could Yoshi Voss not do that I as a know. big slot? Or or does Chase play more slot? I, I think, you know, maybe they so, become interchangeable almost outside in, inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could I could see them doing something like that. Uh one guy I was I've been a fan of since last year, and or I think last year is when he transferred, but Luke McCaffrey, what what's your thoughts on him possibly playing the slot? Yeah, another senior bowl guy. He's another he's another super yeah. athlete, right? Uh, and he he yeah. looked good uh, at senior bowl practice and had a great uh, great uh, behind the back catch and one handed catch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- only three. They only had three wide receivers on that team play in the game, active on the game. By the way, that was yeah. Wild. I know had, you talked about that. I'll let you talk right. about that. Uh, after, that after that's uh, like I said, I've I've beat that to death as well. But <laughs> him, Tez Walker, and. Um, I can't remember the other guy now, but they were the only three that were active. On it was it was it was wild. 
Was uh, uh, so Rosemary Jack Saint on that squad? No, he was on the other team. Uh, okay. But I had to see way too much uh, Bre- Brevin Span Ford on the field because they were running a lot of 12 <laughs> personnel. Now, you you are not high on him, and he caught no. a touchdown, and, and some people are going to be like, well, look at his size. He did yeah. ju- he did nothing at, at Minnesota. And I, no. Once again, not, not another prolific passing team, but at the same mm-hmm. point in time, the guy's – what you think he should be doing and what he does on the field just isn't quite the same. He has a little blocking ability, good size, can catch the ball, but I'm down on him. He's more he's, like he's a worse, six he's round worse, guy. He's worse athletic Drew Sample. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Dale is the number one Drew Sample fan. You're talking about the Dale's. Dale is the number one. Sorry, sorry Listen, I didn't <laughs> like second round pick Drew Sample. Fifth, fifth round pick Drew Sample, tremendous. Yeah, yeah, and one year, know. one year deal last year for cheap. No, one, Drew Sample, I one year like. prove it deal. Yeah, yeah, I like that Drew Sample. If yeah. that happens again, I'm great with it. Move him around, let him block, put him in the backfield to block. I spent four. You know. The second round I pick Drew Sample wins. Well, you traded down. They traded down there. Now you got me going. <laughs> they traded down when AJ fucking Brown was on the board. Uh, Brian, where was Drew Sample on your board? Which did you have him as a second round pick? I don't think any. He's like a fifth rounder. No, Ooh. I think I had. I, I that's why I said fifth round. I think that's about because I thought he had a good week at the Senior Bowl, and yeah. he was a great guy to talk to. I interviewed him at the Senior Bowl. I, I thought he was a great nice guy. guy. Great guy. Yeah, that's what hell I of a guy. Say. Great guy. Uh, but no, sir, not in the second round. Yeah, that was a. Uh, was that the same draft as uh, Dawson Knox? I can't remember, but I know I he had either. like he had hardly no production, and it yeah. wasn't like Washington didn't throw the ball. That's when Jake Browning, who we know can throw the ball, yeah. and threw the ball a lot in high school and threw the ball a lot in college. And uh-huh. it's like this guy didn't produce there. What the hell do we think we're getting? And I've always said I think that was when the Bengals was first getting their staff together. I don't know who the uh-huh. hell said that one, but that person did not do a good job. There was. There was, I mean, they literally. I thought some of those coaches met at the Senior Bowl. I mean, that that's how close they were. That was the that was the year that the no, no, never. Mind, I'm sorry, that was the year before. Okay. That was the year before they coached the Senior Bowl. They coached the Senior Bowl in 2020. Okay, yeah. Um, um the tight ends drafted after Drew Sample. Oh, God. Was Dawson Knox? He was one. Okay, uh, he was my favorite one of the year. Foster Moreau was draft. another that was drafted after uh-huh. him. After, but after that, it really wasn't anything overly. Now Hawkinson and Fant went in the first round, mm-hmm. and Irv Smith uh-huh. went two picks before. But yeah, yeah, it's it's not other than Hawkinson is was anything really out of that class. I was going to say, it's, it's kind of the draft was kind of, in my opinion, was kind of like this year where you had two really good guys at the top and then the rest of the guys were just kind of, I mean, to yeah. each their own. Yeah, pick, pick your player and that's now, how Sample probably moved up their board. We've talked a lot about the Senior Bowl because mm-hmm. obviously that's where I'm from and from this area and everything, but it's very important that Bengals fans get familiar with everybody that was on that senior bowl roster because every year that Zach Taylor's been the coach, they've drafted at least two players that played during the senior bowl, yep. including I think was it for the year that they coached it because they got um that was the year they drafted the the, the three linebackers from yeah. the game. Uh, Wilson, uh Davis Logan Gaither Wilson. and Bailey yep. all played yep. in the senior bowl that year. Right. Yeah he played right, the year before, before. Yeah. Bailey, yeah that was it. Yeah. 
But Brian, um, so my question to you is this: Do you have faith in Charlie Jones? And well, we don't need to ask about Yossi Boss because we all have faith in him. But no, in all seriousness, do you have faith in both? Do you are you do you think there's a need to draft a wide receiver? Say if Tyler Boyd leaves, we know we have T for one more year. Hopefully, do you think there's a do you have faith in Yossi Boss and Charlie Jones? I do. I, the, my only thing with with either, especially to, as we were winding up down the stretch, I think this might have been you know, and I know they were still trying to get the playoffs and all that. Yeah. And the freaking Jake Browning, man, can I cuss? I don't know if I can cuss on this show. Oh yeah, we don't. <laughs> no, no. But fucking Jake Browning, man, who saw yes. that shit coming, right? <laughs> Not so the, I, I liked him, and I thought he should be our backup quarterback, but that was that was holy crap. Hey. But yeah. You got his jersey when he was I had his jersey. starter. But yeah, that, I mean, but uh, I thought that maybe we, they should have been trying a little more experimentation jersey, but. with uh, Yoshi Boss and Charlie Jones down the stretch. Yeah, yeah Jones's like, age is is a concern in the injuries. Yeah. So and Yoshi, you know, he was a good track guy at Princeton. So I think folks are he's football. still learning football. I yes, think. yes, I, I agree. Could he play the slot though? Or do you, do you just stick mm-hmm. him at outside yeah. receiver? I I I think you know I I, I Arrow mentioned there. I, I and we we said a little bit earlier. I think he could play in the slot, or you're going to see a lot more Jamar in the slot, and just maybe just just keep teams guessing, you yes. know, a little bit. You know, it, it it opens up the formation a little bit, maybe opens up yeah. the playbook a little bit more. <clears throat> if you've got top more top, the more top end athletes you can have on the field at one time, right? Yeah. It's great. I think we're going to see – I mean, we haven't talked yeah. about running back a lot here. I think they're going to draft another one of those as well. But I, I, I think we're going to see a lot more Chase Brown next year than we're going to – than Joe Mixon. Yeah, and I kind of – we'll, we'll yeah, get you yeah. out of here soon. But running back and linebacker are the two I want to end with. So, Derek, I'll let you talk about your running back you want to mention. My, my guy is Ray Davis. I love some – Yeah, another Ray one of my guys. Oh, yeah. I uh, – I, Marshawn Lloyd is my guy, and I, I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on him. The, I was thinking more like I don't – do you see uh, Travion coming back? Because, you know, this guy was was known for his pass protection, um, his lateral agility stuff and, and quickness, open field quickness, and I was just wanted to see what you thought on him. Travion's been surviving as what the number four running back or number three running back and kick returner, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of moved up to three this year. Yeah, this like, year. Um, yeah, I, I I'll I'll be for brutally honest here. I had Travion Williams as running back one in his draft class. Dude, he, he was is, hugely productive today. He has not played up to that since coming into the league, obviously. But I really I loved uh, Travion Williams coming out of college. Um, you mentioned Ray Davis. I think he's a. Uh, dual threat, you know, running, receiving guy. Uh, but Marshawn Lloyd, uh, it's a touchy subject for me as I love Marshawn Lloyd as a player, but I loved him more at South Carolina than I did at Southern <laughs> Cal, obviously. Um, yeah. But no, as far as the senior bowl, Marshawn Lloyd was the most consistent running back day in, day out, in each day of practice. Um, didn't play in the game. Um, I'm not sure what, what, the, what happened there, but but during the three days of practice, I thought it was great. He showed he's he's so the able to ability to cut in the hole mm-hmm. is, is something you don't see from a lot of these other running backs. And I think he has some breakaway speed. I don't think he's going to have the top end speed that some of these other running backs may have. But I think he's a guy that um, could contribute. And uh, you know, I, but I just I don't think you're drafting a running back until the sixth or seventh round. So I'm not sure that Lloyd or 
yeah. Ray Davis are even going to be on the board by the time they decide. Uh, I see what something in the comments. Jawar Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. That that guy's good. Uh, he he uh, pulled mm-hmm. out of the Senior Bowl right before the week he was on the original roster and pulled out. Uh, I like Dazon Edwards from Georgia, guy that that did come down here for the game as a guy I, I like. Maybe it's day three. The Dylan Labe hype is a little too much for me. He's a receiver. He's, He's Rex Burkhead who went in the sixth round. I think I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> Isaiah Isaiah Davis stud. Um, yeah. yeah, they but, have a uh, bunch of studs on, on that. Uh, that's, the Jackrabbits. Yeah, the, the South Dakota. They're they're the new North Dakota State. South Dakota yeah. State is the new North Dakota State as far as FCS schools. <laughs> uh, I was watching McCormick who played in the Shrine Bowl. Yeah. The guard. Speaking of Shrine Bowl running backs, a guy I thought should have been in Mobile and will and will die on this sword, Frank Gore Jr. from Southern Miss. Yeah. is a guy I followed mm-hmm. all four years of his yeah. career. Southern Miss is the – before South Alabama had FBS football, Southern Miss was the closest FBS football team to Mobile. So, And I spent a lot of my formative 20s in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We'll leave it at that. Um, but uh, Frank Gore Jr., Great player. Um, I think he's the third, probably going to be more of a change of pace back at the NFL just because of his size. He doesn't, he's not a batter Graham like his, his dad was, No, but I will say, but I was at at the, well, it was the lending tree bowl last year. It's something else now, but I was at that game when he set the FBS uh, bowl game rushing record, like 360 yards rushing in the game. It was so awesome Mm -hmm. to see in person. But he's a guy I would look at sixth, seventh round. Same with Kamani Vidal from Troy, uh, another highly productive running back. I think you can get on day three. And even in the undrafted territories, guys like Blake Watson from Memphis, uh, LaDamian Webb from South Alabama, those are some guys I think that bring into a camp, see what happens. Yeah, Rasheen Ali from Marshall had a really good first day yeah. and then injured his bicep yeah. and is out four to six months. So yeah, he may so have went from moving yeah. up to fifth or sixth round to, to mega undrafted. Game. Yeah, that's do, that's, that's do sad. any running back do any running backs go in the first I know that Benson out of Florida no, State is the top I right don't team. I'm not sure I'm not sure at this point if a running back goes in the first two rounds. I oh, think wow. we're gonna I think we're gonna set a two record rounds. for the lowest drafted first running back in the modern draft era uh, in this year's class. I think we go into round three before we see Trey Benson or Braylon Allen uh, come off the board. Yeah, I got Benson and Brooks, and they're both, like you said, at earliest second round guys. Uh, Brooks coming off an injury also. Like yeah, Brooks, Brooks I think, would may, may have been RB1 before yeah, the ACL tear. Yeah, for sure. And here's one more name before we move right. on to linebacker. So, Jalen Wright, super fast. Uh, Tennessee, yeah. I would have liked to see him play yeah. at the Senior yeah. Bowl. He was another one. Him and Jawar Jordan both pulled out of the Senior Bowl like a week before it. Uh, I, I assume injuries of some kind uh, pulled them out. They were replaced by Dejon Edwards, and um, I can't remember the other one that that ended up coming in late. Was Badal uh, Amani Bailey from TCU. Okay. Uh, Amani Bailey from TCU was the uh, the other they added late. They brought him up from the Hula Bowl, and he I, ended I up. I liked his tape, but I yeah, he didn't and, have a great senior. Yeah, league. but Wright's pure speed. I think he's he's the home run hitter guy. I don't I don't know much else that he offers initially. Amani Bailey ended up being the leading rusher of the game because they only had two running backs on that team. <laughs> yeah, him and Cody Schrader from Missouri. Who the answer is no to me. I think he's tapped out from what he's going to be. 
Yeah, I've got. I still got Schrader as a fifth. Dylan Johnson's a tough one. Another guy I've got close to Schrader. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he can be, but I mean, they ran the shit out of him this year at Washington. Bucky Irving's fun. The Oregon oh yeah, back. yeah, yeah. I've got him pretty slotted in third round area. Will Shipley too is fun. I, yeah. I don't know how he'll hold up in the NFL, but he's just right. is he related to Jordan Shipley or no? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, line, I mean. Linebackers, I mean, Peyton Wilson, I've got him third uh, third overall linebackers, but it's the injuries, shoulders, extensive injury history. Coming out of high school, had a knee. So there's a lot with that. Medicals are going to be huge for him. I mean, tape-wise, he's right up there production-wise the past two years. Uh, but a guy I just love that I feel is still so underrated. And I think your boards go on uh, – the mock draft, NFL mock draft consensus, mm-hmm. don't they? So, yes. like, he's still like 170 or something on there. And that's Trevin Wallace, who was at the senior bowl from yes. Kentucky. Just, he's just turning 21 years old. He, he's like, he's good at, he showed out in coverage a little bit, like 6'1, 240, uh, good downhill thumper. Um, I don't know if he's starting day one. I think he's a little more athletic, Ivan Pace. And I know Ivan Pace went undrafted. But I had Ivan Pace as a third round guy. Ivan so, Pace shouldn't have went undrafted. No, that was criminal. Yeah. So Trevin Wallace, Peyton Wilson, and Cedric Gray. I thought Cedric Gray had a good yeah. senior bowl game, especially. Thoughts yeah. on any I, of those? I, I, I lump Cedric Gray and Trevin Wallace like almost in the same category as I think they're linebackers who look like linebackers, but they also can cover and they give you pass rush upside. Especially Cedric Gray. I think he had two and a half sacks against South Carolina in the season opener. Uh, so. Those are guys there. Uh, another guy uh, that was at the Senior Bowl that kind of does similar things, but I'm not as high on as Marist Lufau from Notre Dame. Yeah, I've got him as like a fifth-round guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's right. Um, a guy who stood out to me at, during the Senior Bowl game and in the practices, especially in the uh, the coverage portion of it, was Edifuan Ulafoshio from Washington. Washington, yeah. He's Another older, guy with injuries, right? Yes, too. right. Yeah. A six-year player. He's an older prospect um, as, as well. A guy who should have, who was supposed to play in the senior bowl backed out, I think, is going to go in that third third round area, maybe uh, fourth, as Tyron Hopper from Missouri. Uh, a big, yeah, I've got big him production right guy. Top fourth area. Um, but linebacker, I think, is going to maybe see the running back treatment. As do we? <laughs> I don't have, have a guy, first round. I don't. Do we have a guy that gets drafted in the first two rounds? If it is, I think it's going to be Eichenberg from Ohio State or Jeremiah Trotter Jr. from Clemson, and that would be yeah. just a pure upside guy. Yeah, I like Trotter the, the most, but they all have their flaws. Uh, Edron Cooper is frustrating. Could Trotter be better than his? Could Trotter be better than his dad was? No. Down. He doesn't have near the size his dad does. Okay, his he's taller than his dad. I think we don't. We won't actually know that. Until yeah, time. he's listed at like six foot. Even. He's six foot even, so he's yeah. probably going to be five eleven, five ten and a half, which would actually put him in line with his dad. But uh, he doesn't have the two hundred thirty pound frame that his dad had. But he's much more athletic. So, yeah, I we'll, just we'll was rewatching linebackers, so I kind of. Went back and forth on who I want at number one, but I, I think it will be Trotter, and and it has the upside and the flashes. And I mean, he's pretty productive I, yeah. for the last two years. A uh, high a high upside guy is you're going to get for a guy who's been in college for six years. But I still think there's a lot of meat on the bone 
and I think in the sixth, seventh round is a place to take a guy like that who's going to probably be a special teams demon, but can give you a little pass rush juice too. Long arms, great wingspan. Was at the hula, was at the hula bowl, got called up to the shrine, and that's Richard Gibbonor from Troy. Just follow that name away as yeah, a guy yeah. to go back and watch a little bit. Everybody talks about Javon Solomon, uh, who had who I think is more of a much more of a tweener uh, pass rusher at the next level. Uh, for Troy, who had 16 and a half sacks this year, yeah. led FBS in sacks. But I think Gibbonor to me, and I'm writing a Valentine's Day column on uh, Wednesday about players that prospects that I love in this draft class. Not necessarily the best prospects, but prospects that I love. And Gibbonor is going to be on that list. We will end it with this because your mock draft from February 5th, <laughs> check it out on draftcountdown.com, everybody. So, Ovazellis says the tight end Bowers, if he gets to 15, it probably would have to be 14 because I think Colts are the big one there if he if he yeah. slides down at 15, you'd want to get ahead of him. Would you trade up for him since you picked him at 18? You're very high on him. Talked about it early in the show. And if you guys missed some trenches and stuff, that was also early in the show. It's on YouTube. Go check it back out. But would you trade up for him? And what would, would I? Yes. Will the Bengals? <laughs> Will the Bengals no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bengals, Bengals trading up in the first round is like a uh, pipe dream. Thir- Thirty-one other teams would trade up. Yeah, if, if that was a piece they needed, the Bengals. I, I, I don't know. I they can't value them it. draft picks, man. And yeah, what would value- you have to give up? A third, you think, to move up four spots from eighteen to fourteen? Probably. Yeesh. And that's just not something they're going to yeah. do. No. If it was um, a fourth, maybe, because then they might try to trade back in the second or third. They're what going to get an extra fifth and a sixth this year. So, seems like it. Yeah, so uh, if you were getting an extra third this year, maybe. But the fifth, that's not going to be enough to get up. Like like maybe, maybe fourth, fifth, and sixth, they would have to put all of those together to, uh, to get up. And that's just not something that – a Mike Brown's going to okay. B Duke Tobin's going to do. You know they're just not going to do it. They they love them draft picks, yeah. and all of them made it last year, right? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Ivy so, was the last pick, and and he and, was yeah, looking he, impressive before the ACL. So that it's rare. I mean that those day three guys actually all make it. Normally that's just a dart throw, and they actually did a good job there. So, and a but lot no, especially played, with uh, Andre Yosevash. Yeah, I was going right. to say a lot of them played pretty significant snaps there mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. Except for, like who who, who was the six, who was the sixth round pick last? They had year? two. It was Yosevash yeah. and it was Brad Robbins. So Brad he Robbins played a lot, but people wow. were like, Ugh, the never, we that, didn't talk about that. Would, would you take Tory Taylor? I was going to say sixth or seventh round and just replace yeah. Robbins. Yes, I would, for the reasons you said. Yes, they got production out of their guys last year, but if it's Super Bowl roster and they do what I want them to do, which is add about five to six, you know, tier three free agents yeah. that fills your holes more, then punter fills is still holes. kind of a hole. Yeah, fill your holes. <laughs> but I, I would. I mean, and I think yeah. he's he's the guy, right? And does somebody take him in the fourth or fifth? Yeah, I, I think more than likely you end up seeing them – not do that and bring in someone like the guy. Vandy or Ryan Reckow yeah. from BYU or someone like that as a as a UDFA. Yeah, and then have a competition and and maybe Robbins takes a step because he wasn't bad at Michigan, but I don't know what the his but his kicker buddy is in the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. damn Super Bowl might come down to him. 
And that'll be something because yep. he had some struggles as a third round pick this year in Jake Moody. So yep. be interested to see how that goes. Uh, poor kid as a rookie in there. Evan McPherson would make it. We know that. Yes. Yeah. All right. I got I got one last question for you, and and then right. if if maybe we'll get you out of here after. Yeah, well, two questions. Sure. First question no, is I got five questions. Okay, <laughs> Ryan. We'll get you out of here first, an hour from now. Well, the first question Listen. I don't know if 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 you dove into it a whole lot, but if if you could. One guy that will be one of those guys that they bring in for the local um, pre-draft where they bring in, bring the guys in for workouts. Yeah. One local guy that, that local you would say Friday. keep your eye on. I mean, I'm going to say Jarvis Brownlee. I talked about him earlier. Louisville counts as local pro day, right? Yeah. Yeah, for them. I see. I'm at a disadvantage here because I have no idea how many of these guys went to high school in Cincinnati. This right. is not my forte. I could. I don't care less about. I don't give a two shits about any of these guys until they're three years out of high school. So, yeah, I would say Brownlee at least being Louisville. I don't know where yeah, he's from. Yeah, I, I think that that would or Jawar Jordan's we talked about would be another one. The the two Louisville yeah. guys. That those are the only no, two that I know qualify as local college. How far is what is that like seventy miles from there? I, it's I like know. an hour and a half drive. Yeah. Okay, it's not yeah. miles, Greg. An hour and a half isn't miles. Well, I go by. I go by. I I, I, I get where he's at though. I, I that's how I that's how I say things too. So. Yeah. Jamari Thrash at receiver. If it is going to be losing, yes, and I, Cincinnati would, guys, I don't know off the top yeah. of my head. I, this is not a good year for uh, UC draft UC, prospects no. outside of uh, Javon Briggs, the defensive tackle. Javon Briggs, mm-hmm. he might be the only guy. Uh-oh. And then Ohio State, like Eichenberg, I know you said you kind of have him higher. I have him more fifth, sixth round. Uh, I'm not super high on Eichenberg, but maybe he's the guy that comes in and, you know, impresses in general. I know he's yeah. a multi year captain at Ohio State and things like that, that Zach Taylor and the Bengals tend to value. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, Brian. I appreciate your time. We'll go ahead and get you out of here, bud. Uh, at Deep Fried Draft at DraftCountdown.com. Uh, those are two main places to find you, right? That is that is it. And uh, we have our weekly podcast. We're going to do a live one round mock draft uh, Wednesday night uh, over at uh, YouTube.com slash the Draft Countdown. The nice. Draft The like a high state. The. Well, I will say this. That I think I'm pretty sure that was done purposely because Shane, uh, my partner, is an Ohio State alum. So hey, good for him, man. All right. Last question. What is the score going to be Sunday? Y'all are watching got? that? Degenerate gambler Derek wants a score so he can yeah, try I, yeah, I've already got, I've got a my 10 leg, you know, ready to go. I've got a couple other picks. I've bet on the, the Gatorade color. I, you know, I, I'm I, I'll, say, I'll offer this. I'll say San Francisco wins 24 to 20, but I'm going, I'm going under on the national anthem with, with Reba McIntyre. Now, under. see, there, right. there you go. That's, there you go. that's what we need to know right there. Because and I'm Derek all about... probably is so excited for the Reba McIntyre. Oh, absolutely. Are you him. kidding me? Look at his fucking shirt right <laughs> You can't see my shirt. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Brian. Thanks for your time, man. Appreciate you. Hey, guys. Uh, anytime between now and draft, just reach out. Absolutely, good, man. Love it. Right. Later, guys. Hey, good take day. care, bud. Always very knowledgeable. Definitely. Absolutely. The draft countdown has been around for years, but Brian and Shane took over, as he said, about three, four years ago. 
So they've been running it. It's honestly, it was kind of getting ran down to where nobody was updating mm-hmm. too much of it. But that was one of the OG sites, you know. So I think it's awesome that they kept that around for the draft. Because, yeah, now the draft is this and that. But the draft countdown was around for a long, long time. Oh, no, so. Dale, that was the very first uh, website I remember looking up was NFL Draft Countdown. Probably like an 02 or a 03. <laughs> but, but they're putting a ton of stuff on there. And What, Derek? I was going to say first website. But uh, that was yeah, the very first, first, website website. first draft website I remember. <laughs> I was thinking, like, when he said first website, I was thinking, you know, Pornhub, Red Two. No, 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 it was like AOL.com. <laughs> you know? No, no, like that was like the first draft website I ever, ever remember. Now, I'm like, there's so many I can't even keep track of. So, yeah, that's cool. They're keeping it going. Well, one thing I heard, I don't know if you guys got to listen to uh, Paul Danner's podcast or not. But they brought up something about some pharmacy guy having a freaking a draft list that he was Jerry selling. Jones. Jerry yeah, Jones. Jerry Jones. Yeah, because it was the same as the Cowboys. I was the like, Farmer's when they, Almanac. When they started talking about that, I'm like, Are you kidding me? People used to pay money for some random, you know, Fitzgerald's oh, yeah. pharmacy out where I am, but. Dude, he lives. I think he's literally from not too far where I live. I know. I know all about that. Yeah, I used to listen to him all. The t- he used to be on radio shows all the time. I haven't heard from him recently. Well, that's not a glowing endorsement for uh, selling some draft guides. Yeah, some random guy. Derek. From Bagels <laughs> oh, and Brews. Speaking of, yeah, thanks a lot, Derek. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Santoria and I are putting out a draft guide that's going to have two hundred thirty prospects, pros, cons, final thoughts. You know height, weight, our personal rankings on these players. Yeah, it's not going to have everybody because it's 230, not 500. But 230 is a lot. Santori didn't want to go that high. I said, I can't cut it any lower. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't watch too many of these guys. But for in exchange for a whole $1, we'll have more information on that. You know, you can buy it, uh, Venmo, whatever. A dollar, which goes directly to Project Game Day to help get Adults with special needs and military veterans to some NFL games this year. Already have four tickets generously donated by Maddie Meyer. And then looking at another four with uh, some of these being in the handicap section, with the Bengals said range anywhere between 90 and $300 per ticket. So tried to raise some money the best we can with draft guide and um, with the draft event on night two of the NFL, which will be at Midwest best barbecue. Best. So that draft event will have raffles, auctions, you know, and then an option for food via Midwest. So all those details will continue to come out, but definitely something, you know, just try to help some others when you're in a situation to do so. So, you know, if you guys are able to to donate a dollar in exchange for a draft guide, that's me kind of doing my biggest part on it. So You guys want a sneak peek at one of the silent auction uh, who day to Joe? Thank you for the super Who day, Joe? We love you. One bro. thing we're going to be giving away or selling the silent auction. This is a autographed Jamar Chase football. And if you're not in town, we plan on finding an auction site so you can bid mm-hmm. online on these items. Uh, tons of items: AJ Green autographed jersey, maybe a Tony Perez autographed jersey from the Reds. Uh, that Jamar Chase. I mean. Uh, Joe, there's a couple things he's tossing in. Just a whole bunch of items, you know, that that these guys personally have that they're donating out of the generosity of their hearts. So, you know, if, you, if you're if you in the market for some 
some memorabilia. There'll be plenty of it that you can bid on. You don't have to be. And um, Darth Bengals said dibs, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, may, maybe we'll get Sarah to have like a picture laying down and Crip can bid on that. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, Jeff, no, I didn't. I didn't, by the way. Yeah, it, he still has facial hair. Yeah. yeah. And Joe also said, whoa, baby faced arrow. Yeah. I, uh, not so sure I like it, but the wife does. That's all that matters. <laughs> are right? you going to grow it back? Or are you going to keep it shaved? Like, are we switching spots here? Because people are telling me I need to grow a beard now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely coming back. It's, it's coming back for sure. You should have given I've your got... facial hair to Greg. Yeah. That's, that's what you should have yeah, It's still in the garbage can if you want it, Greg. Yeah. You yeah. can send it to you. Yeah. You can glue it on your face for the next yeah. show. It might be mixed in with some pubes, but you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, well, is this like a Scott Tetterman deal on South Park or something? Or... <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's great. Greg, are you gonna do a dance for us Friday? Oh no, 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 no. That's the that's. That was a... But you did the icky struggle. No, no, no. I'm, I, I'm icky wearing... struggle. That is. I'm wearing I'm wearing blue shorts right now. We're we're not doing this. <laughs> I mean, last time you went off camera and put pants on to dance. No, we got time. God damn it. Hey, I, I, I want to give everybody an update. I've got a little more ink. We've got uh, Tony the Tiger's face. Tony the Tiger's face. NFL <laughs> fan of the year. Yeah, for the NFL Bengals. fan of the year on my arm right here. Tony the Tiger. But uh, Looks just yeah. like him. I mean, it's a tiger. He's a tiger. <laughs> the, Dart oh, said the struggle. Hey, congratulations the struggle to Tony, by shuffle. the way. I don't know if, if uh looked like he's having a hell of a time this weekend. Oh, I'd imagine. And congratulations, Tom Grossy, Jeff. Your, your oh, yeah. guy, the Grossy raid on Jeff's live stream during the Chiefs Dolphins <laughs> game. That guy yep. that sent those people there won fan of the year. I thought you guys, I wasn't watching the awards. I see Greg start saying, Tom Grossy raid. And I'm like, what the fuck is Greg talking about? <laughs> the guy won fan of the year. I didn't even know he was a representative. It's all right. Oh, here we go. What we got? All right, Greg. All what right. is the dance today? First. Oh, God. Uh, well, I thought I was doing the icky shuffle again, or the icky struggle. You want to call it? Okay, you can. No, 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 no. Let's see if it's approved. Oh, no, no, here we go. This is how we said it in school. I don't want to be a chicken. I don't want to be a duck, so kiss, so kiss my, my ass. Oh. Hey, I was trying to keep it PG. <laughs> Why? Yeah, right. The dot, Darth wants the dot bot again. Yeah, I can't do it. I can do the Macarena. <laughs> All right, let's see the Macarena. You got to get your hips into. Oh, there's some. Oh, there's there it is. Hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it for me. All right, Greg, that was impressive, honestly. No, it ain't. Tune in for the Bengals draft talk. Stay around for Greg dancing <laughs> segment at the end of every show. So you that's stick perfect. around. No, no, we're not doing. No, no, stop. I did not sign off on this. No, no, stop. Every single show. No, and, and what, if to, what if I break my leg or something? Well, we'll make sure that we send you to Chops Hospital to the psychiatric part. Okay, I'm not breaking my leg. <laughs> the cake dance. You got to invent the cake dance. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's got to involve your butt. It, I was going to say, just shake your ass. Well, no, no, no. no. There, is, there is an old music video of Fergie. Where it's like she, twerking. It's twerking, basically, yeah. but it's the cake dance. Well, well, right, no, I, that's that's what I would pay money for to see Greg twerk. Yeah, there's an old Bengals and Bruce. No, there's a, no, there is a, there's an old video of Fergie where she puts she rubs cake all over. I guess I could do something like that. But I hate to waste I mean, time on that. 
imagine the super chat. Oh, he doesn't want to run the cake, he says. Cake <laughs> <laughs> Raiders is like it's like 20 bucks for a cake, man. I, they're starving people. I ain't gonna do that. Them starving pygmies down there in New Guinea. Greg, remember you, can, you have so much ass in your freezer the way it is. Part of one piece of ass that you I got a piece body. of ass sawing right now for myself. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and Elvis Ellis is not watching the Super Bowl as a Bengals fan. I'll, I'll probably watch it because, you know, it's our last football NFL-wise. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I don't have hey, a huge rooting the- interest. UFL coming up. Oh, I forgot. Derek's a huge. It's a whole new oh, thing yeah. now. Combined, so Derek's like rock hard about all this. Hey, yeah. Any, any chance I get to bet on football, I'm I'm all over it. And if I, Kelly, I agree with you, man. Go 49ers. Chiefs fans yep. are just great. Like, yeah, I mean, and the NFL got what they wanted, right? Taylor Swift might fly in from Tokyo to be at the game. Oh, we yeah. don't know if she's going to be there. It's like a whole thing. It's unreal. What's she going to wear to the Super Bowl? Uh, Taylor Swift is is a uh, sleeper something or something for Joe Biden or something. Did you see that? No, I. Oh man, we don't do the politics. Politics is a Debbie Downer topic in general. (laughs) I just thought I I will give my opinion on politics real quick. Debbie, you had me at Taylor for for the first time ever. (laughs) They're all a bunch of corrupt, sick fucks that don't give a fuck about the people. Fuck them all. They don't care about you. So don't spend your time arguing with people you love because of these assholes that could give two shits that have special interest groups in their pockets to even get them in the running. Personal opinion, obviously. And if you have a different opinion, that's fine. But that's my opinion on it. I hate talking about it. It feels like ba- I'd rather bang my head off the fucking wall. <laughs> I'd rather put I'd rather put my dick in a fucking blender. I'd rather cheer for the Chiefs. I'd <laughs> rather cheer for the Chiefs. <laughs> Bringing it back to football. <laughs> but yeah, you know that I I think the 49ers have a chance because Taylor Swift's going to be there. There is no game after this, so uh-huh. the 49ers you have a chance. We'll see what Brock so Purdy does. Tell me, there's a chance. There is a chance. Christian McCaffrey, you know um, the award thing. Do you guys want to get into the award thing at all? Because speaking of Christian yeah. McCaffrey, you know Lamar won <sighs> it. There's thoughts should that be. Should it not be a regular season right. award, but it'd be hard to do. You'd have to have this after the Super Bowl. Then is it basically a Super Bowl MVP award? You know what's hilarious? Cleveland won all these awards, coach of the year, defensive player of the year, comeback player of the year, and yet the offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the year beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. I think I think that it would That's be true. too difficult to have the playoffs play a part, but I think you can have, like, say from this point forward – the struggles in the playoffs have have to have some weight to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, you look at that year. You look at that year. Uh, what Vrabel won Coach of the Year when the Bengals got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and if the playoffs counted, Zach Taylor should have won Coach of the Year because, unfortunately, I I think that that was probably Zach Taylor's one and only shot because. Yeah. Now How that, much now, money did you lose lose on the award show last night, Derek? Yeah. Really. Um, you know what? I actually I didn't he place did. any bets. Oh my god! I didn't joking. place any bets okay. on on the awards because yeah. this year I did a lot more. I I did a lot more uh, week by week and game by game right. than any futures bets. I did I did have a Joe Burrow MVP. I did have a Zach Taylor. Like Bengals related. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's fair. I thought maybe you know 
You doubled down. Yeah, you, you were hammering Lamar. You put 10 grand on Lamar. You know, coach of the year, you were like, D'Amico Ryan's going from the second pick to a playoff win. He's a shoe in, not this Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> Jabroni? Jabroni? And I'm struggling. And speaking of, these guys are not wrestling fans, but I am. But my client, Brock Purdy. That's that's my Paul Heyman impersonation for you, Tyler. I hope you like How about that. The Rock, man? The Rock coming off yeah, the freaking that that was that was totally. Is this well? He was gonna like compete, and it was gonna be him versus Roman Reigns for this whole head mm-hmm. of the table. And I'm a fringe wrestling watcher. I loved it back in the day, though, so I yes. still will keep up with it. My 13 year old will vaguely keep up with it as well. So, you know, if she was more into it, I would probably be more into it. But I'm a sucker for The Rock and all these Cody crybabies yes. out there. Like, I love that on the Pat McAfee show. I did, too. I did, too. <laughs> it was funny. And that's that's The Rock. So now he's turning mm-hmm. the hill, and you're going to get The Rock that just says whatever. And they, they blur the lines of reality and not trust. And sometimes that happens. And CM Punk's a prime example. Unfortunately, he got yep. hurt. But that's a guy who really punched somebody in the face in the backstage area and gets fired from places. So. I was not a CM Punk fan. Yeah. Well, straight edge, right? Yeah. You're like, fuck, I'll drink what I want, you fucking asshole. <laughs> well, tell me what to do. <laughs> but yeah. And, and Angelo Dawkins, you know, Street Profits, uh, mm-hmm. Bengals fan, friend of the show. So it's always fun to see how those guys are doing. And uh, it'd, it'd be cool, you know. We know a WWE superstar, guys. Friend of the show, Angelo Absolutely. Dawkins. But yeah, man, just enjoy the ride. If you're a if you're a fan of wrestling, just enjoy the ride. WrestleMania is always the big event. So what the hell yep. happened? There I, I I accidentally touched something and it threw my camera off. But Greg's done that. He's accidentally touched the G spot before and it's like, oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, what is that from? That's the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, what well, does he say, old boy? Oh, boy. I thought just eh. oh, maybe he does. I don't know. No, old boy. Oh, that was almost Pinocchio. Like, oh yeah. Oh boy, I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. I'm a lie to me, baby. Set on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling, oh, boys. This this is struggle bus is real worse, right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm going to end this one, but I, I love it, man. I love the people to tune in. I love you guys. Brian was awesome. Check out Draft Countdown. Check out Deep Fried Draft. Hopefully Monday when we are likely to do another show at 3.30, I uh, I feel a little better. I, I brought what I could. I brought it. I wasn't 100%. It was like the Michael Jordan flu game. I mean, basically people would say that. Like, it was literally the Michael Jordan. There is, I mean, I remember the comparisons the are crazy right now. I remember the performance Del Altman had on Bengals and Brews. It was basically like watching Michael Jordan during there the There might season. be a 30 for 30. Everyone says that. <laughs> Greg's just staring at me like, <laughs> no one says that. You're right, Greg. No one says that. Hey, I, and I killed a Paul Heyman impersonation. That's all, that's all that matters. I did, I did good. I did it. All right. Appreciate y'all. Should be back Check on Monday. Product. Check out Project Game Day. Project Everybody Game Day. Go follow it. And if you have suggestions for some nominations, get them in. Don't have a ton of nominations yet. So, military veteran, mm-hmm. 
an adult with special needs trying to figure out, you know, how many tickets, you know, wheelchair accessible, not wheelchair accessible. We'll, we'll do everything we can to accommodate the ones that are picked. And if they're not picked this year, guess what? Probably do this again next year. So we'll, we'll try to, you know, fill the spots as we get entries and things like that. And, this, you know, we're suckers. So, like, get the entries in quick. Because yeah. everyone we see, we're going to be like, oh, we got to get that person to a game pretty much. Yep. Like you, you make us cry and you're a shoe in. Yeah, yep. and Greg, Greg cries, but it's from fear when he sees a cat. So <laughs> send your cat pictures. Send unsolicited cat pictures to Greg's yes. DM. Unsolicited cat pictures to <laughs> Big hell, Savage man. Greg. Everyone Fuck. send your pussies to Greg's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> At Gregor09 on Twitter. Everybody. He's going to get freaking invaded by these free OnlyFans accounts yeah. and stuff now. Now, now. now, if I clip that and I put it on Twitter, he'll get That's it. That's true. We haven't had the porn bots in here in the chat. No, we haven't. Not not lately. We Thankfully. did the first couple years or whatever it was. Yeah. But... Well, fuck, boys. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Catch you on the flippity floppity. Food yeah. day.